0: Hey humanoids, on today's episode of the Masked Man Show, Dan St. Germain is here to talk about Fastlane, uh, The Undertaker, all things WrestleMania, and much, much more than that. And as always, we are part of the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can listen to my other podcast, The Press Box, on the Channel 33 podcast feed, where this week Brian Curtis and I talked about the Stormy Daniels affair, unplugging from Twitter, and ESPN's nostalgia problem. Also, be sure to check out TheRinger.com. There's a great article this week by Kenny Herzog about Xavier Woods' uh, pseudo-injury. He and I had a little back-and-forth conversation article about uh, the WrestleMania card and how it's set now, and um, we just put up the first part of our amazing interactive draft guide. I'm very, very proud of that. Now, let's get on with the show.
1: Hey, Packerheads, it's me, Peter Rosenberg, the most mage mage
0: caster of them all. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Ross Battle Season 1 champion Mike Lawrence. This is Scott Lasker. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE Superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks.
1: Hey, this is WWE Superstar Braun
0: Strowman. My name Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will. And you're listening, and you know, you're listening, you're listening to the. You you're, 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 you're listening to. You're listening to.
1: You are listening to. You're listening to the Masked Man the Show.
0: Masked Man the Show. The Masked Man Masked Show. Man Masked, show. Man the Masked, the Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. show. Yes, Welcome to the Masked Man Show. I'm David Shoemaker. Dave Schilling is, uh, what, traveling with the uh, SmackDown crew this week? He's so he won't be Smack on the show. Crew this week. We have a very, very special guest making his last Los Angeles appearance for some time as a member of the Masked Man family. Dan St. Germain, how you doing, man? The king. Oh! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that was not Dan. That was that was Shane McMahon from Tuesday Night.
1: The King of Sad Style meets somebody even sadder. I'm super excited to be here. My last time on the Mass Man in Los Angeles as a Los Angeles resident for at least the calendar year. We're moving to New York. Moving to New York City, the Big Apple, the city of broken dreams or, or fulfilled dreams. Yeah, well, if and, you can
0: make it there, you can make it anywhere.
1: Yeah, right? and there's also, you can eat at the ESPN Zone in Times Square. So that's it's another thing there. you can do. I'm not did sure. Did you ever
0: go to, to the WWE's
1: The World? I did, back in the day. I remember the chicken tenders were fine. Fine. That's all I remember. Um, I wish they would bring it back. New York is the one city. Do you think a Hall of Fame in Orlando, I mean, this is the question... A lot of people have asked. Do you think a it physical was physical Hall of Fame? Do you think that? I mean, maybe not. I don't understand why they just don't put it in Hartford.
0: I've, or I or mean Stanford. I feel like if they put it in Stanford, people would go see it. I feel like if you could, I think, I think the move is to put it in NXT. Or, yeah, to put it near NXT, and to maybe I mean I don't know what their contractual situation with Full Sail is, but maybe you just run more shows there, build your own arena, and then and have have that be a destination. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Or uh, you could have a second. A second developmental territory they they really need to just they they really uh, i as nXT expands and expands they just need to open something up in Texas or out here in l a here's the california thing. anyway
1: Hall of what you could do with a Hall of Fame is there are a lot of out of work wrestlers hire them as Hall of Fame docents like museum
0: yeah. tour guides. That's true. Have them walk What's through. What's going to be in the Hall of Fame though? I guess there's so much cool stuff and there's better stuff in the in the uh, warehouses than there is in every other Hall of Fame you've ever been to. Yeah, could be a lot of fun. There's a ton of shit. that I could was be watching in there. American Idol last night or The Voice. I watch a lot of singing competition shows. Only only you know gimmick. You love trash TV. I do. Whether it's wrestling or singing
1: competitions or so. Th- one bothers. of the
0: people was working at the country music hall of fame yeah and uh they, they they shot her in front of this wall of gold records and it was a cool visual but i couldn't help but think like is there anything less impressive at the country music hall of fame than a bunch of gold records <laughs> like you don't have like that don't i mean i know that they don't make the gold records but it's not like that's that yeah, special it's not you like, can it's just not get like next johnny year. cash handcrafted it in his shed
1: yeah no someone just know? gave
0: it to it's basically like like having ticket stubs or something. Yeah, except- it's
1: not it's not that great. All you want is you want outfits in a hall of fame. You want the you want the instruments that they held, where I guess in WWE it would be like
0: the foreign objects they've hit people with. Sure. Have like a have and, and even I mean, if they could I don't know, is taxidermy not PC anymore, but to have like Damien taxidermied yeah. and like you could see him like you can pose inside of Damien yeah. as he's like fake wrapped the around letter's your- been- that's already edited oh, out. Oh come on! All right, back down to that. Um, and uh, yeah, but th- there's a lot of cool stuff you could do. I mean, it, w- it would be a lot of fun. And to ha- I think life. We have this Andre documentary coming out, but having a- having a life size Andre. That'd it's all great. about. It's all about Instagram. Hall of Fames now should all be made about I keep, taking. Photos. I keep
1: hearing your voice.
0: Uh, in these Andre documentary
1: trailers, yeah, but I, I get bummed out because I keep wanting to see your face, but instead, you know, they have to put fucking Robin Wright Penn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, someday I'm just like I'm, I'm the you know I'm someday like, it's gonna be Robin Wright Penn's voice and David Schumacher's face.
0: That's my dream. I mean, that's honestly what I've been <laughs> aiming for my whole life. Um, listen, think about if there's any more things you want to see in a Hall of Fame. I hope they do it. I hope that they just continue to expand forever. Uh, but that would be really cool if, like, you know, Corporal Kirschner was like working in the booth when you walked yeah. up and like took your ticket. And then by the end of the day, they get progressively more fucked up, you know, from whatever, you know. So like four thirty p.m., there it's just a shoot interview. We were joking around about doing some con- ringer content at the premiere of the Andre documentary. And yeah. We're not going to do. Th- I should stipulate: no way this is going to happen. Where is the where is the premiere? It's out here. Um it's at WrestleMania, right? <laughs> on WrestleMania. No, no, no. Oh no, no, yes, I'm sorry. The the documentary comes out April but the 10th, 2 days is, after WrestleMania. Oh, two days. But Premier we're having cool. like a whatever, like a red right. carpety thing cuz that's part of the obligation of making a thing. Um but I was saying we should just just have an open casting call for like burly 60 something men and just dress them as legend re, like <laughs> wrestling legends and send them down the red carpet People to see if anybody it. would catch it. No, nobody would. Um is, is Hogan going to come? Who knows, man?
1: It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, it's
0: an interesting one.
1: Dropping a leg on the press box.
0: Yeah, um, this is a big week for pro wrestling. We had Fastlane on Sunday. It was, Wh- I, I enjoyed it. I, I had more fun watching that pay per view than I thought it was. It was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was really good. If we only could proceed with the confidence that every pay- that the pay per views that don't seem like there's a super there's a great match or a, you know a ladder yeah. match super stipulation. If we could just be confident that they were going to be well constructed and like well booked, yeah, I would be so much more excited about wrestling. I don't.
1: But I sure. also think that everyone kind of came in with that pay per view with like a low, pretty low bar. Like nobody thought that the Bludgeon Brothers were going to be entertaining. No, uh, and they and they and they were, and they were entertaining. Just doing what they used to do with the Wyatts
0: was just just beating the shit out of people. Yeah, that was really good. It was really it was well done. Um. We had a couple of ringer uh, pieces up on the ringer this week. Um, our guy, uh, hit Kenny Herzog, has been writing about wrestling and the run to WrestleMania for us. And and um, I was I was actually I will admit this. This is I shouldn't say this on the air. This is the real not not I a mean, knock against my wrestling markdom. But I was out at dinner during Fastlane, and um, I got a text message from from the Godfather Bill Simmons, and he was like. Or should I be worried about Xavier Woods? And I was just like, "Oh crap, I'm missing something." And you know, as so I started looking on Twitter well, from and everything that else. stare thing, it was a b- all over Twitter. People were just like, "The Bludgeon Brothers should be fired. They legitimately injured Xavier I, Woods. They really believe that." Oh yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, immediately I could, I knew that it wasn't that he wasn't really hurt. And it should be said though that like every wrestling website was qualifying their their posts. Everybody, it looked like everybody thought that he was you know, understood that this is part of the story. Every every blog post or whatever I read was just like, although this appears to be a work, you know. and It uh, was. He
1: did a much better stretcher job than Shane McMahon on Tuesday night. Yes,
0: and we'll get to that. Uh, so anyway, Xavier Woods gets hurt, gets powerbombed on the SEAL steps. Now, there's no question that, that up to that point, that's what was planned to happen. I think the only question is, did he actually hit his head on the way down? Right. I mean, and that's probably why it didn't he didn't seem like he did. Maybe the, I, the, the actual like the the one gif that was going around Twitter was pretty frightening looking, especially if someone was just like, look at this gif of a wrestler getting legit hurt. It was, you know, a little bit, a little bit. I had to,
1: to rewatch it because I, I thought it was a queen bump. But. So
0: anyway, Kenny Herzog broke that whole thing down for us like the like the Zapruder film, just like frame by frame, everything that happened. And we we knew it was fake, but it was just a fun exercise. Um, but that was great. That was a good example of like a way to get real heat on a thing that was a little bit stale, e- easy to dismiss. The day before, mm-hmm. you knew that they were going to come out and have a good match. But I also think the new day just
1: make everything more exciting. For the most part, I mean every every once in a while, uh, uh, like you, like it's it, it's it's cool to see the new day with an actual adversary. Like the Usos are actual enemies. Uh the and Brothers are actual enemies rather than these like you know, the comedy. they do comedy sketches pretty well for WWE for for wrestlers anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh but it's nice to see them you know, it's nice to see them like uh with actual emotion in these matches and actual stakes. Yeah. Rather than, you know, hey, when we so we, you know, go online and and you know, and and do a, a goofy commercial for John Cena. You know, hosting the Kids Choice Awards. It's nice to know that they're actual professional wrestlers.
0: Yeah, and I thought that the, I mean, the the match on Tuesday night, you know, wasn't the match of the year or anything, but but the just the lead up to it with when the
1: backstage was great with yeah. Biggie and I don't know Jay or Jimmy. I think it was Jay. Jay, it was Jay. Uh,
0: but then and then having them team up and yeah, that whole thing was was really smart. Yeah, uh, and, is and it going to be really a well TLC done. match? You think? It seems like there's going to be some stipulations for sure. Although, let's just go ahead and talk about it. The other, you know, big thing that happened on Tuesday night was Shane McMahon, correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong. Shane McMahon decides to take a leave of absence because of his interference at Fastlane. He right. nominally or I think not nominally, I think he cost both Owens and Zane separately the opportunity to an opportunity to win the WWE Championship. Um Announced his only leave of absence, but on the way out the door, announced Owens versus Zayn at WrestleMania. And then at the end of the show, Owens and Zayn uh, attacked him. Yeah. I guess they rekindled their friendship long enough to beat up Shane McMahon. And then they, did they pillmanize him? I mean, they wrapped a tree around his neck, threw yeah. him into the ring post, and then back, dragged him backstage where Owens power bombed him onto a legit stack of, like, scaffolding pieces. And then Shane McMahon made
1: noises like that woman who falls stomping grapes in YouTube video. It
0: it definitely had that owie, 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 owie. It was intense. It was the, it was the best selling that Shane's done in his career and that saying a lot. But I think it's notable that they had a chair and they specifically went after those like sort of, like, movable pieces of scaffolding backstage. Yeah. You know, I've talked about it a million times in the show, but I I was there for uh, Owen Zane Ladder War right before... uh, Sorry. uh, Steen Generico Ladder War right before Generico left Ring of Honor. Uh, And... It was one one of the greatest experiences wrestling experiences of my no, life No, I, I think the that,
1: he- highlights of those
0: matches I mean I've watched the matches they were they were terrific I think that I think that uh it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to recreate some of that they need a hardcore they need something you know some sort of spectacular holy shit something at WrestleMania and this could be it Yeah I it's just uh I mean it's going to be it's going to be a triple threat match I guess I would assume so, and one one has to assume that Daniel Bryan will be involved at least being outside the ring. He can't. I mean, I hope it's not. I hope that they're not bringing him back to tag with Shane. Well, I mean, if he could wrestle at all, that would be shocking and amazing. Well, I I,
1: I heard rumblings that they were going to do that. I mean, that's kind of what they did with Angle. They brought well, Daniel him back for two in the, tag we've matches. We've talked about this
0: before on the show, I think, but Daniel Bryan's in just the worst possible spot because he was on the active roster when he got the. Can't compete. Notice, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if he, if he had been, you know, working for another company, I don't think they they don't overlook that stuff. But I think that like they have to, they have to stick with what their own doctors say above all else, right? Yeah. So like, you know, Dan, Brian says he has doctors that are saying other things. The whole thing was very hazy, and it was hard to get him back, and you know, hard to figure out what he had to do to get to get okay to fight. I think it would be a real stretch to put him back in the ring. That said, whatever's wrong with Brian, it's hard to imagine that he's in worse shape than like Bret Hart was when he had that last match against Vince, you know, or like, you know, or or Kurt Angle now. No, yeah, I
1: think he. I I actually think he could. I think he could probably wrestle a great match. I just think his there's a chance that he could get do some serious damage to himself. I don't think it's capability. I think it's you know. Yeah. No, I think
0: it's his no, I, th- I think that's a legitimate fear, and we shouldn't be rooting for anything. I mean, we shouldn't be rooting for him to come back because we don't know the we don't know the story. Mm-hmm. Just because he wants to do it, um, and I hope he gets to follow his dreams. That's but you know, I also don't want to see him get hurt in the ring. Speaking of getting hurt in the ring, we mentioned Kurt Angle. He's tag teaming now officially with Ronda Rousey to take on she- Stephanie and Triple H. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day. I was texting with somebody the other night. I think it was, it was probably Rosenberg or something. But it the the concept. It was oh, it was right before it was right before Fastlane. How no one was excited for it, or I wasn't ex- as excited for it as you as you said. You know, and um, and I think it was I don't know who it was, but somebody was like. You know Orton versus Bobby Roode. Like, think about it. You would have been excited about that three years ago.
1: Oh I, I, yeah, I said the same thing. I was at the Skylar asses hash shout out, and I was watching the same thing. I was like, this should have been um this this was like a dream match five years ago.
0: Yeah, um, and there's a little bit where we uh, where we get really excited. We pop really hard when somebody shows up for the first time, and then immediately they get subsumed under our you know WWE. Well, Bobby's malaise. a heel, you know. It's like no, no, no. That's true. We'll get to him in a minute. But I guess well, the point I'm making is rousey uh you know her, her her first several appearances in wwe were not the you know the dream situation that i mean it, we're not we that was not like the fantasy booking version of what you know you would have done with yeah, ronda she, rousey she, she didn't know how to point at a sign that right but given what given the limitations of her development as a wrestler you know like her her newness to the company um Given what all of those limitations ended up being, putting her in a tag team match with Kurt Angle against Stephanie and Shane is actually a really good idea. Yeah. It makes it a really big match because cause Triple H is involved. I said Stephanie and Shane. No, you, you know, said Ste- Stephanie
1: Triple H. But, but
0: Triple H is a really, really big. He's a WrestleMania headliner until he retires. Um. And it's this is also like the big crossover solo, you know, crossover mainstream appeal match. Like it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. For, I mean, it's it's good booking. I don't know if you it's, think it's in a main event. I think that would be really dumb. They made WWE's made a couple of really boneheaded decisions in the past, you know, in the in the past, and also lately. But I I think that would be bad. So the i I would say I would say you would go Undertaker Cena if you're not going to go with the Universal Title match. Yeah, I
1: mean, the it should be AJ and. Nakamura. That's the match that everybody's the most excited about, but...
0: Yeah. we well, I mean, the taker
1: people were excited about,
0: Well, but. I mean, in terms of matches that earn, I wrote, and we, we did a little column today, column-ish thing today, and I said, you know, there's a lot of matches you could actually make the case for. If they hadn't... The, my biggest problem with the Rousey thing isn't where it ended up. It's all the time they wasted getting here, right? Mm-hmm. If the night of the Royal Rumble, Asuka had said, like, to be the woman, you got to beat the woman, and I'm taking on Charlotte Flair for at, at WrestleMania. That that match could be the headlining match.
1: Yeah, they they may. I don't know if she has still enough. I don't know if she's over enough for it to be the main event. If
0: Asuka is no, no. I mean, I I agree. It's not. I mean, there's there's still that's still a couple notches down. But in a in the in a year that you know of women's wrestling like we've had for if you're looking to put something besides. The WWE, the Universal Championship match in the main event, it's going to be because it's meaningful in you know for more than just the most obvious way. Yeah, Undertaker's retirement, the whatever, you know, what But and so why not put the biggest women's wrestling match ever there? You know, whatever. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I I see what you're saying. I mean, I think that the t- I think that I think that right now though, it's any four of those matches going on last would or 5 I guess would make sense you know and if you want to make, and them, and, yeah. I,
0: and I think I wrote this too if you want to make a really arch case there's only one storyline that has the backstory the build that like Dusty Flair at Starcade had and that's the Usos versus the New Day you know I mean like you could like why not let them headline like yeah. whatever let's just do it it would never happen and it would probably be a bad decision to make it happen but I guess it's weird that we're in a situation where Roman Reigns is going to not probably finally go over He's at Wrestlemania go over. and we're not and that's not going to be the main event like we're finally getting no, this moment no it may moment. be the main event I know but why would there be any question because he's not over yet he's had a good he's had a good run he's, he's a good, good wrestler but he's not over the past few weeks so what did you think about him him getting suspended him first of all let me let me just take a step back a lot of times wrestlers are sort of playing themselves with the volume yeah. turned up Probably many more, much more frequently than that, we get wrestlers playing random story characters that you know they're actors. They're not. This doesn't have any relationship to who they are. Very rarely do we see a storyline that is so inherently unself-aware <laughs> that, especially couched in the, this level of 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 you know work shootiness, where where Roman Reigns decides that Brock Lesnar is Vince's boy. Like is there anything more ironic than than Roman Reigns of all people pointing at Brock Lesnar and saying that, that the only reason he's where he is is because of Vince. It it felt like, you know like um it
1: felt like somebody like rapping to get kids to stay off drugs, you know like when they do the <laughs> new the new cool thing to like yeah. try to get uh, to try to get a, a kind of an old concept over. That's what it felt like. You know, it's like Stone Cold Steve Roman. That's what it is. But th- that whole segment, I re- you know, I, I understand, uh, you know, like Renee Young did a good job of that segment. But he went backstage. He kind of firmly told his boss that, We're that, what the hell, this is bullshit. He's giving preferential treatment. And then you cut, and then they leave. And unless it's like a whole swerve that Roman's going to be with Vince or something, that that but, better be where this is going. But it was—it just, just seemed like a heated, it was a heated conversation in a break room,
0: and then and then it Vince was, is like was he's Vince's suspended. Suspended. office. Oh, Vince's office. Which, by the way, I don't know if it was deliberate, but they found the one place. It, where were they filming? Was that in- I forget. They found the one place in the arena that actually had a wood wooden looking door. It was the only it was, a, it was the first time they ever had the Vince McMahon plaque that I can remember when it wasn't just like another crappy plastic door. It's
1: probably like a steam room or something.
0: <laughs> but I yeah, they should I, just start traveling with the mahogany door. That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I I
1: don't understand uh I mean they desperately want that guy to get over. I I think that I'll be really excited if Reigns just, you know, goes over Lesnar at WrestleMania. Because Gord knows we don't need any more Lesnar uh, championship wins, and then they realize that Reigns is a bad idea as a champion, and then you know either at SummerSlam or Survivor Series they put somebody else over, and we never have to deal with Roman Reigns as a Universal Champion again. It's fine if he's in the Batista spot. You know, no, he could be universal champion. He might be great at he it. He just can't be the top guy anymore. Especially if you're going. We, we haven't right let now. him be the
0: top guy. I mean, obviously I'll he's been. the top break. guy. He's been
1: four manias in a row. He just beat Taker in the middle of the ring. He beat Triple H in the middle of the ring. He didn't beat Lesnar, but he didn't beat him in the most like still like way
0: in a way that really protected him. Right. You know. He. I, but let's I, let's give him the belt. I'm 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 actually mostly on the same page as you. But I'm just saying. First of all, I'm excited for this to be over. And I don't think it's necessarily with him losing the belt immediately, but like, he's going to get, he's going to get the big win. He's going to get his moment and we can move on. But I think let's see what he can do with it. Let's see. And he he, let him, let him be a heel, you
1: know, let him, let him, I mean, if they, if they turn him heel or if they have Heyman, you know, like Heyman, low blow Lesnar or something like that. But then you have the story of Lesnar coming back to try
0: to get Heyman. Um, I guess that's an interesting story. I think that Heyman's, out. I think Heyman's off limits because of what you just said. I think Le- Lesnar is gone after this. If he's gone, then I don't think he's not going to want to go out looking. I mean, he'll take a pin, but I don't think he's going to want to go out with a, like a comedy crotch shot or something. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's even better. Anyway, so we talked about uh, Roman Reigns. I'm excited to see him go. But I, I, I'm with you, too. I mean, I'm excited to see what the next phase is for Roman Reigns. Actually, I kind of wrote about this a little bit in this piece, but there's the, the Intercontinental title match is an interesting predictor, too, because I kind of feel like, you know, that period right after WrestleMania, they always kind of go a little. they It's either the straight rematch from WrestleMania or they go a little bit low fi You know, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan wrestled Kane. Um, and it, in some situations, that's cool. Just let the champ get his legs or, you know, figure it out. Um I could see I could see Roman Reigns' first feud being with like any of the dudes in the IC title match. So it's almost like losing it as a better career look. Yeah, who do you think's gonna win? My if I had to guess right now, I would mm-hmm. say that Finn's gonna win and that the Miz ends up being Roman Reigns' first opponent out of Wrestle, after WrestleMania. Well, that makes sense. Um but that's not based on any inside knowledge or anything like that. But I could definitely you could definitely see I think that they'll probably pump the brakes a little bit before they go for Reigns Rollins again, but who knows? Um, well, I heard Rollins is going to SmackDown. So. Oh, really? Are they still? They're going to do another shakeup. They're going to do another shakeup. But the pay per views are together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually,
1: what's going to happen is that everyone's just going to wrestle on both shows again. Why don't they
0: just do like? Why don't they just do like the match of the week? Do we really need to sit for three hours watching a pay per view? I mean, we don't, but. Some people do. Some people do. But it's bon- just spread it out. There's, I realize every, every like, Sunday watch, we get thirty a, a thirty minute match. You know, like last week I
1: watched like last week I watched like AP Bio, and then and a, and then uh, it was was a fun, it's a funny show. Uh, and then I uh, I rewatched some of the OJ thing because my my lady hadn't seen it. The OJ uh, Made in America, Made in America the documentary. Yeah, and then the uh, and then the other it was a fantastic documentary series, so I was unbelievable. Saying. But then I watched like. F- for my podcast and here I watched like you know like like 7 hours of wrestling yeah more than that probably I watched the, I watched the pay-per-view I watched the full 3 hours of that I watched I watched most of raw and then I watched like yeah half of smackdown XT. NXT. Like probably 8 hours of wrestling It's yeah, too much same. shit I haven't
0: watched NXT yet this week but I did I did, I did well, watch, well, but, but it. I watched, but Can I watched but I have? watched the talking smack post fast lane show um Was that any good? I didn't see that because I, w- I was watching it delayed, and then I, I, and so I had already heard that it, that Shane's interview was kind of important. So I, it was good. Shane seemed really concussed, to be honest. Oh, really? There were a lot of people saying he took that super kick from Owen Julie really snug, and if you watch it with that in mind, that was the more devastating like shoot injury, I think, than over Xavier Woods getting power bombed onto the steel steps. You know, there's a thing where, like, you know, with the McMahon family, where Vince, you know, you always hear these stories about Vince asking guys to really lay into him because the last thing you want is to give the appearance as a non-wrestler coming into work to give the appearance of, like, you want people to go easy on you. Yeah. You know? So Vince is like, no, Kevin Owens, headbutt me as hard as you can. You know, or whatever. Like, lay into me with that baseball bat. Like, do whatever. He wants. always wants people to really lay into him. And I wonder if there wasn't a little bit of Shane. I mean, Shane is obviously a glutton for punishment in the best possible way. Yeah. I wonder if he just like took that extra step into the super kick to really sell it and just like knocked his marbles loose. Cause he looked, his face was red and he was not making a ton of sense. Yeah, I, I I
1: don't really know. I mean, uh, somebody had always said this about Shane. It was like when he was jumping off the Hell in the Cell. Like, this is how like this is when you're 40 years old and have to do this to still impress your father. <laughs> so I, I I I I forget what the exact quote was, but I I could totally see him like weighing into that. And I also think he's got to this 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 feud between him and Kevin Owens has gone on all year, and now it's him, Sammy, and and Kevin. You know, they got to spice it up again. So I don't I don't know how you do that. I don't know if you make it a triple threat match. I think you have to make it a triple threat match. But now we're looking at a scenario where there's gonna be a triple threat match there. There may be a triple threat match for the U.S. title. There may be a triple threat match for um the uh the Intercontinental Championship. There may there's even a world where this Reigns and and Lesnar feud gets absolutely no heat and people start rebelling and they throw Braun in there. So this could be the triple threat themed pay-per-view this year
0: yeah that's why i think they're not going to do it i don't think they can have that many pay-per-views i mean that many triple threats on one wrestlemania card
1: what was it what was the wrestlemania was it like 2000 where almost every single match was like a four four person or like triple two, threat match two
0: wrestlemania 2k or yeah, x2 or like whatever or X, X where it was like
1: one main event one actual singles match and everything else was just like almost like glorified tag team fatal four-way type matches
0: All right, we got to take a break. We've been talking about nothing in any particular order, um, so we'll talk about everything else when we get back in one shining moment. Hey, guys, I'm Mark Titus. And I'm Tate Frazier. And we are the hosts of One Shining Podcast. It is March. Check your calendars. It's true. March Madness is coming up. We're here to talk about all things college basketball. If you like FBI Mm investigations, if you like... Teams that are on the bubble and think they belong in, even though they have like 16 losses. Come check out one shiny podcast. If you like buzzer beaters, Buzz Williams, being Buzz, watching basketball, those are all three things you can do. And you can listen to us. We're going to talk about everything that happens in the NCAA tournament. It's going to be great. We're going to be here all month. Please subscribe to one shiny podcast. Check all of our, our stuff out. Tate has done some very disgusting things for money in the past, yes. and he he is desperate more to for come. more subscribers mm. so he doesn't have to return to his old life. So please, please, please. Subscribe to our pod. Check us out. We're having a lot of fun this March. Uh, you can get us wherever you find your podcast: Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I, I'm a Google Play guy. Google Play doesn't get enough love when people do this. List. And Spotify. People and are Spotify, on Spotify now, so. so go check it out. All right, Mr. Saint Germain. Hello. We briefly mentioned the Orton uh, Rude match. Who would you? Well, what's your? Well, who? What match would you rather see? Orton versus Bobby Rude, or Orton versus Ravishing Rick Rude? No, no. Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton. Ravishing Rick Rude and Bobby Rude. Of those four put together, what's your dream match? Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude and Cowboy Bob Orton, I guess. But they're think, all heels, kind of. Yeah, I would go with Ravishing and Randy. <laughs> they're all better as heels. And you're right. That's Bobby Rude is better as a heel. And hopefully, I guess
1: Ravishing and Randy is a better match. Ravishing
0: yeah. and Randy sounds like a great 90s tag team. <laughs> um, I think that this ha- they have to be going there with Bobby Rude. Uh, they yeah. really felt like they were doing some heel stuff on Sunday and in the build to Sunday, and I, 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 I don't know. I think it's you, a little bit of you a tease. forget how big Randy Orton is next to Bobby. Roode. I never forget this. This is all I ever talk about. I could have a podcast <laughs> every week that's just Randy Orton's like the, Randy Orton compared to other things size wise. <laughs> um, but yeah, he
1: looked. They both look great. It was a, it was a decent match. I mean, it's 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 like Southern plotting style for for the most part. But yeah, I I, it's a I definitely match. I
0: definitely enjoyed it, and I think that. You know, we're. I guess we're going to get them versus Jinder Mahal at Mania. Oh yeah, that's a that's a popcorn match. So, who is Jinder Mahal going to win?
1: Out of those three, that's the one that makes sense for me.
0: I kind of like Randy Orton. I, I like that. I get the Jinder Mahal with the U.S. title. That's a good. That's a built-in angle. But um, as a Canadian, yeah. But Jinder, Mah- I mean, but Randy Orton. Randy Orton holding that belt looked. Look, it looked. It made sense to me for some reason. I actually think the U.S. title just needs a reboot. Well, they now they have the North American title in NXT. They're they're, laun- they're launching yeah. a tournament for the North American title, which is I know this is pedantic, but North America is actually bigger than the United States, so that's a more impressive title now.
1: I don't know why. Well, maybe t- maybe bring back the TV title, put it SmackDown.
0: Yeah, when I you know years ago I pitched that they should have. The internet title. It was after Zach Ryder was calling himself the internet the internet champion, but not too long. No, after. I would have talked about this podcast on last week a streaming title, but it just sounds <laughs> it sounds so fucking lame. But they should just have an internet title that only gets defended on house shows, and then because people can record it from and if their phones, people record it and it. put it on YouTube, <laughs> and that and and it's actually problematic because they say that you're not allowed to record, even though if they people Everyone do does and it's it, it's fine. But it would be weird if they were monetizing other people's YouTube videos or, you know, Snapchat yeah. videos. Nosebleed title. Nosebleed section title. Yeah. But that wouldn't that be awesome if there was a match that if there was like all the fans d- recorded at the request of WWE, upload the video to WWE.com and then the production crew at WWE edits it e- edits it together into a match.
1: I, I'm sure the production crew would love that.
0: <laughs> oh, they could do it. It's more fun than editing. Well, I don't even know what else they do. Uh, not that they don't do anything. I don't know what the breadth of their responsibilities okay. is. So I'm not going to you're assume not anything yet. Um, let's see what else do we want to talk about. Braun Strowman ended Raw, closed Raw on Monday by winning the tag team battle royal to determine who the Bar's WrestleMania contenders are. Looks like we're going to have Braun Strowman versus
1: the Bar. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's a great thing to do with Braun Strowman. If you're not going to put him in the main event, picture. totally, totally agree.
0: Kind of a weird look for Same Sheamus and
1: Cesaro, but that's well, Sheamus fine. Sheamus is apparently wrestling with a really bad injury. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. Um, it's I don't know, like losing to that guy in a handicap match is. I think
0: it's fine. Um. Yeah. No. no obviously, they're going to be fine. They both bounce back from many other career nosedives over the years. Do you think that Braun Strowman carrying both tag team titles is like that's the that's going to be the gimmick for a while? Yeah. I think it's, it's great. I think it's great, too. I had a weird... I, part of me wonders whether or not they would have some stipulation where he would have to get a partner, and it would either be like a comedy partner, or he would, like, recruit Elias because he was just feuding with him or well, something. That's a, they're,
1: they're saying it could be Elias, but I don't know. I, I think... Have Elias win the Andre the Giant Battle
0: Royal. Or be, I mean, this. I think I wrote this again. Again, I think I wrote this this week. It's, it all happens in such a blur. I don't even remember. But I was sad that Elias was the odd man out. I But... But I think that I was less sad about that than I was sad about the idea of Elias versus Braun being a WrestleMania match. I love both those guys so much, but there was just n- nothing there for either of well, them. it's really. kind
1: of a fun thing to do on Raw. Not everything has to be a paper. per Totally agree.
0: I am 100% in on that. So anyway, I was a little bit sad that Elias wasn't getting you know a big spot at WrestleMania, but then I thought he's going to go out and sing a song and eat a rock bottom or a Stone Cold yeah. Stunner or a, or a Mandible Claw or something. And it'll all be work. and that's a, that's a, that's almost as big as like wrestling Shane McMahon at this point having that Legends comedy spot.
1: Yeah, I would say do the Legends spot with him. Maybe have him win the Rumble <laughs> in the beginning, and then he comes out later on, and then you know, but then the internet will be like, "Oh, he just got buried by the Rock." I don't know.
0: I think he's ready for a rock bottom though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you could have a lot of fun with him. Yeah, he's he's absolutely great. Um, Styles versus Nakamura is. Official. You know, I know that six pack challenge really really threw a lot of of, uh, of uh, questions up. You weren't sure who was gonna win, even though we all knew it was gonna be AJ. Yeah. So now we have AJ Styles versus Nak- Shinsuke Nakamura in the dream match that the dream that we've already seen. This is, <laughs> this is the recurring dream match. Um we've seen it on too, right? Yeah, have we? Yeah. I don't know about Spec but we saw it on we definitely uh definitely saw it in Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Um, it was incredible at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. They have a lot to live up to. And also, you know, I've, I've made a lot of hay talking about matches that are in the, quote, like, Savage Steamboat slot at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. right? This is, like, we know the main event's going to be 12 minutes and schmazi. This is the match that, like, you know, you as the smart mark should care about. Right. Those matches don't always go that well. They the Time constraints, just comparing it yeah, to other stuff. there's a couple stuff.
1: examples we're, we're, you know, like CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio. Everybody thought that was going to be the match that stole WrestleMania. Everything, 26.
0: That, and then CM Punk Edge versus Chris Jericho. Jericho, and then everything that Jericho's done since then has been, you know, Jericho Styles, Jericho Owens. Like all these things are the ones. Like maybe this will be the match. Maybe that whatever. Um, it just doesn't always pan out. Yeah, the only
1: thing that makes me like if AJ made Shane look that good last year. Yeah, AJ made made Jinder Mahal look good. I don't see how it's a bad match. I think beforehand they're just like, "Hey, this is Japanese style. You know, just have it have it way way more smug snug than a normal match. Give them fucking 25 minutes. I mean, the whole th- the show's going to
0: be 5 hours again anyway, right? There's no way around that. So, I think WWE just announced they're actually starting the broadcast at 4 in the morning. I'm just going to go. <laughs> it's actually WrestleMania is starting after this podcast. So turn, <laughs> Everybody in, turn hope, into the WWE I hope network. you have your New Orleans hotel rooms booked. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. I think, that, listen, you're, I, I actually agree with you. I just want to qualify this. I think that there's that there's very little doubt that this will be the best match on the card. Absolutely.
1: I don't you know, like, you know, maybe maybe if there's like a TLC match with those tag teams you talked about, that could be just as good, if not better. But I, I think this is probably gonna be the best match of the night.
0: There's already ten matches announced, and and none I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. What are the matches right now that are announced? Uh Lesnar versus Reigns, Styles Nakamura, Ms. Rollins Balor for the IC title, uh-huh. Orton versus Rood for the US championship. That's that's been announced? Yeah, because uh, last but, night oh he, rude he said, I'm said i'm gonna cash in my or i'm yeah, gonna have,
1: wrestlemania yeah so it's gonna be a triple threat because they're gonna have gender one would assume uh then what Flair, a weird no one's gonna care about that goddamn match that's gonna be the real bathroom break match maybe why would you why would you waste the one thing is like oh rude versus Orton for the first time why would
0: you then do that at Fast Lane? I think that I think that there's always competing motivations. I think that having Randy Orton walk in with a belt Was meaningful. It has has a level of of meaning for WWE. You know, you kind of want your most. It was like giving Goldberg the belt. You know, it's like that Matt Goldberg Lesnar didn't need to be for the WWE the Universal Title last year. It would have made a lot more sense in like regular human being logic to let that be the main event or you know the big spectacle, but to still let KO like have a WWE Universal Title match. Then you have a double main event. You know, but. Mm -hmm. To, to have their legendary big names or what they see as those people walk in with belts is important. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Charlotte flair versus Oscar, uh, Cesar and Chambers versus Braun Strowman. Um, the cruiserweight championship final match, which is Cedric Alexander versus Gulak or Mustafa Ali. I have uh, a, give a pick. It's going to be Gulak. Right? I would assume so. Um, Kurt and Rhonda versus trips and Stephanie. The fabulous Moola Memorial Battle Royal, which we will not be discussing the politics of, except to say the fact that WWE didn't see that coming is one of the boneheaded decisions to which I earlier referred. And then Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Again, there's probably going to be a third entrant into that match. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but check out my new steel cage tournament <laughs> extravaganza. Um, <laughs> the one match that we didn't, that's not listed here. That one can only assume will be happening at uh, on April eighth in New Orleans, Louisiana, is John Cena versus the Undertaker. Cena came out on Monday night, finally called out, made it official <laughs> by calling out the Undertaker, and then uh, you know the Undertaker didn't say anything. He was a little bit of a shades of Roman Reigns's earlier promo where he was just like, you know, like you're disrespecting the wrestling world by working out on Instagram and not wrestling. I guess a little bit of a little bit of a little like smarky work shoot heelish thing. I guess
1: but it's all just like normal stuff you do. It's like, what what's he been doing? He's not going to Hollywood. He's like making videos with his wife, which anyone here who's in a relationship knows that like if your partner, guy or girl, wants you to do something dumb, you're gonna do it.
0: Yeah. You know, and then and then like campaigning for his friend that, by the way dan was just showing off that it, he's in his first serious relationship of uh, his entire life <laughs> excuse me sir i have been <laughs> in two and a half <laughs> okay um yeah no no it's totally it's totally right it is weird for the guy from hollywood to be like 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 you think yeah you know, what do you think you're doing like tweeting things you know or like that's like he's actually taking a step what do you think you're doing after a 40 year career taking some time off um This match is going to happen. Obviously, there is no such thing as a call out that's not that doesn't become a match in pro wrestling. There must have been some. I am sure there was something back in WCW like that. I should. Well, they did that all the time during the
1: during the uh, uh, the uh, Monday Night Wars, where they would call out Hogan on one program and Vince on the other, or like yeah, where um, uh, Eric Bischoff called out Vince for like a real fight. Nothing happened, and then in turn WWE was calling out you know Nitro guys all the time. Hogan right, but as far
0: as guys who are on the roster, who it's like this could be a storyline. I'm sure some people have, like, nominally, like, kind of low-key called out the champion or something. One interesting
1: one this year was when, when Nakamura came to SmackDown, and he interrupted Mrs. promo, and then nothing happened. Oh, and yeah. They haven't fought since then.
0: There was a, I mean, that was sort of like an unfulfilled tease. There was a lot of teases in, you know, when AJ debuted in the Rumble. Everybody was Zapruder filming that, trying to figure out all of all the guys he punched, like, who was going to be the one he feuded with. And it ended up being none of them, I think.
1: It Ended up being a Jericho match, uh, which had already happened six times. And by Badia, yeah.
0: we were wondering why it didn't work. Um, so, Cena versus the Undertaker. This is uh, this is similar. I mean, this is not too far afield from when I started off the show talking about Orton uh, and Rude, saying that like this is a dream match a few years ago. You know, it's not too yeah. long since this was a match that we were begging for. Now it's you know a little bit longer, a little bit longer in the tooth. Both of these guys are. Um, and Undertaker more or less retired a year ago. That's,
1: you know, that's the annoying thing about this is that everybody kind of, you know, everybody, everybody thought that the match with him and Reigns wasn't good. But the one thing that was cool about it was what happened at the very end of it, which is, you know, Undertaker taking his hats and gloves off. Kissing his wife, um, and then the next night, Roman Reigns giving that promo, uh, delivering that promo in the beginning of, of Monday Night Raw, saying he's basically the new Undertaker. He's yeah. the new guy. Um, now that they're having this match, you're kind of like, well, that that means that last year's main event really stunk. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it retroactively, you can say that last year's main event was bad now because I was not, I was one of these people. Who was like, no, it was good because we got, we at least got that send off at the end of it, and I thought the send off. Uh, was was done very well
0: but now that that's not the real thing it's like here undertaker's supposedly in the best shape of he's been in in five or ten years or that's what he got I his too. hip surgery he got all the stuff done apparently he, he's in great shape cena <laughs> i can't believe we're saying that undertaker's got new hips so he can wrestle again. isn't it insane that that is a thing that we're that we say in professional wrestling <laughs> the hip surgery is now has now put him in shape to wrestle now listen I don't know that we should be rooting for that much because you know Hogan. I think has had multiple sur- replacements on both hips. Like it's, yeah, it's, if Hogan like, can never work. That, if you like, wear Taker. down a, a, a replaced hip, I think that's way worse than you know if you just like have a worn down <laughs> hip. Uh, anyway, but this match could be really cool. I think that you need to start
1: doing with Undertaker now because when we saw the Raw uh, 20th anniversary, whatever 25th anniversary show, and Undertaker came out. And he did the dead man gimmick. It felt, it felt like, it felt like a like you were in Epcot Center and you were seeing a, a an exhibit on the Undertaker, and he was reading it. I think you have to start doing Mark Calloway versus John Cena now. Mm-hmm. You have to do this like almost Tommy Lee Jones and No Country for Old Men. I've seen it all. I've been through it all. I don't get this business anymore. I'm going to go up against another guy who's been through it all. But the, the whole, like, you know, like, now, if, if Cena's doing shoot promos on Taker to now, you know, the, then have Taker, you know, show up, you know, as as the Reaper again, it, it's just, think, for me, it doesn't ring as
0: true. I, I don't, I actually think that's really smart. My my fantasy booking pitch was going to be to actually, at this point, just don't have Taker appear at all until WrestleMania. When Cena calls him out, that's all we need to know. And have Cena say, I'm going to be standing in the middle of the ring. Yeah, that's cool. At... 9.45 Eastern Time, and uh, you can meet me there. I'm not even going to come cut any more promos. We're just
1: going to do that. And then if you really want to ruin WrestleMania, Cena does it. It's the last match. They've only given Nakamura and AJ Styles like seven minutes. <laughs> Cena's in there. The lights go down, and then Kane's music plays. Oh, I would love it.
0: <laughs> that would be the best. Because <laughs> Bri- Brian Lee is still around. We could have Under Faker back. We could have Undertaker back. I'm sure he kept really his body right, or just have Baron Corbin in the Undertaker outfit. Okay, so if John Cena is standing in the middle of the ring, it's ten. Let's say they they do put it on last. It's so it's ten forty five, right? Um, lights go down, the gongs hit, smoke starts coming out, and then CM Punk comes out instead. Are you happier or sadder than you would have been if it was the Undertaker? I mean, everybody I think would go apeshit. They would love yeah. it. <laughs> You think so? Do you think there'd be anyone there that would be bummed? I'm trying to uh, let's think of a good smart mark one. What if Undertaker's music, lights go down, Undertaker's music hits and then Samoa Joe makes a surprise return and takes on John Cena? People would be so bummed out. <laughs> and It would be so unfair to <laughs> Samoa Joe. Would you be Joe. bummed out?
1: If it was Samoa Joe?
0: They're getting yeah, him the I think monster I would push, be.
1: I mean, I mean, you know, like I don't think what well, is, is beating Cena a monster push anymore?
0: No, but if you get the Undertaker entrance, like he's getting the Undertaker <laughs> spot. No man that's not gonna work come yeah, on it's a terrible idea it's a bad right. idea I think, but I honestly I think they'd be awesome if they left, left him off TV why the fuck not <laughs> will Undertaker answer the challenge we did it before what was the Wrestlemania where it was Undertaker versus it was Undertaker? Bray Wyatt no.
1: well no but the, the thing that you're talking about well no, like, they didn't
0: do that he didn't appear before he didn't appear until Wrestlemania but we knew he, that he was coming back
1: we didn't I mean
0: I guess you're right we
1: didn't he lost the streak and then it was weird. Well then my
0: idea I think is even better because we know that WWE likes to recycle their own storylines five years later thinking we're we'll all forget. And in this case, well, in this case, I totally forgot that it happened. So. It's weird. It's
1: weird thinking this year you like have Bray Wyatt where you've gone from like like the last couple of years, it's like last year he has a, a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match where he's the champion and loses to Randy Orton. It was a terrible match, but it still happened. Uh you know, year before that he has a huge se- segment with Cena and the Rock. Year before that, he's losing to the Undertaker. Year before that, he's losing to Cena. I mean, he's losing in all these endeavors, but they're all pretty. You know, it's pretty with pretty high profile guys. He probably won't be on the card this year. Well, he'll be in the and, Battle Royal, I guess. I guess he'll be in the Battle Royal, but you know, it's one of those things where it's like it's the it totally makes sense that he's not. You know, like it's not like oh my god, Bray Wyatt's not on the card.
0: This stinks. You know it. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, the one thing that's cool about the, uh, I'm not going to fantasy book Bray Wyatt. I take all that back do you think Who do you think, do you think should win the Battle Rumble if it
1: Andre, Andre the Giant Battle Royal is happening, right? The man one, yeah. male uh-huh. one.
0: Who do you think should uh, win? They haven't announced it, actually. Who do you think should win? Um, are they, yeah, they haven't announced one formally and they're doing the women's Battle Royal, um, I don't think those things are mutually exclusive, but they could definitely do the Battle Royal. It's just the first match in the pre-show, which could actually be at like 4 p.m.
1: Rusev or Elias, who do you put over in a Battle Royal?
0: I mean, don't you? They like giving it to the youngsters, so you give it to Elias. I don't even know. I mean, who? Who's what? Who? Who else could be in it? I don't even know. I don't. I don't. They maybe call somebody up from NXT. I mean, they're gonna. They always have somebody from NXT in the match now, right? So we'll see. It doesn't matter who who's winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is basically like I don't even know. I don't it, who's getting the part, participation award? It's like who's winning who's winning the UK Championship tournament. Yeah, it's yeah, going to do great cares. things for your career. Um not that it shouldn't just that it hasn't up until now. Um All right. What else do we have on this card? What else is anything else happening this week that we need to talk about? Fastlane was uh, like we said, surprisingly good. Uh, surprisingly good. The main event I thought was really good. Yeah. The big question we have now is that we have uh, coming out of Fastlane is that so how many people were six? Six people were in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, two of them are going to be wrestling either each other or e- each other and Shane. One of them is going to be wrestling the Undertaker. One of them is wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura. But Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin don't have anything to do at WrestleMania, and they were just in a World WWE title match.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it's like Bray Wyatt. You
0: can't argue for them on uh, for them on that card. They should have right now. They should just get rid of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and do the Andre the Giant Memorial. All of the borderline headliners that didn't have <laughs> WrestleMania spots. The, 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 the we've channel. got nothing for you Rumble. Yes. Oh yeah. Forget. Let Andre keep that thing, and then have and then let it be like the um, like the Cody Rhodes Memorial. Creative has nothing for you Battle yeah, Royal. Yeah, and,
1: and then said it's, it's a title and and it's a picture of uh, Bret Hart on Nitro <laughs>
0: <laughs> instead of a, a championship decal. Um that would be great. We should have Vince Russo come out and like and call the whole match.
1: There is no there is no legend that needs to be brought back more than Vince Russo. I disagree That's with this, my but make hot the take. case, make the case. I look Obviously, uh Big Cass is gonna need somebody to manage him. Who's oh, he, a better he's... manager? Because Big Cass is Brock Lesnar or Jace, right? Yeah. To to uh borrow Mr. Dipperstein or or Rosenberg, I forget who came up with it. Um you have Paul Heyman adjacent, Jace, which is Vince Russo. And then you just have like this like Staten
0: Long Island kind of combo. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Huh. What are they going to do with Big Cass? They have a problem with him. (laughs) I don't know. No, I just don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's ever going to be the guy that like Vince wants him to be. Well, he looks weird. He's got a weird look. He's too good looking for his body. His face is too good looking for his body. That's
1: true. Sort of like Diesel had a similar problem. Yeah, but Diesel was a a better looking guy and I think had a nicer body. This is uh, (laughs) like, uh, I don't give a shit, man. Are you
0: laughing on Mike, Jim? Yeah, Jim is laughing because
1: Jim is not fucking progressive like (laughs) I am and is problematic in some of his worldviews. I uh, know I just think it's weird that he wears a he wears one of his shirts like it's a gown when he comes to the ring. Like it's like all it's like too much is cut off and it dips all the way down to his crotch. It kind of looks no, it's bizarre looking. He looks more naked than he should.
0: Yeah, I can. I'm definitely. I'm, I I definitely can see where you're coming from there. Um, we talk
1: about that with Titus O'Neil. Like he looks sometimes more naked than he should, and yes. I feel like Cass, when he wears that shirt, looks more naked than he should. I've
0: got a great gimmick for Cass. Okay. You know, a lot of times wrestlers date each other all the time. This is yeah. not, nothing new. Um, that you know, these are your coworkers, the people you're around all the time, and a lot of times they'll find ways to bring relationships into the storyline so you so, can put okay. you know Rusev and Lana together. Then to use them as an example again, sometimes you just split them up and pretend they're not together, even though they are in real life, Mm -hmm. but you got to come up with separate storylines. I think we got to do the flashback to Macho Man and Elizabeth and not fully live it out, but where you just make people who used to be in a relationship be in an on-screen relationship and just, (laughs) but just like tout it. So we all watched just for the awkwardness because we all thought Macho and Elizabeth were together, and they were for a lot of the time. But when they got married at the you know the match made in heaven, they, they were not together. They were already divorced at that point. That's amazing. But but the but how great would it be if that they put Big, so Cast, put Big interesting? Put Big Cass and Carmela together, and let the storyline be: we broke up in real life, but like General Manager Shane McMahon has forced us to be together. Then she starts dating Lex Luger. Yes, um, exa- that don't even.
1: I didn't. I just said a thing. I know you're fine. I didn't. I did not dip my uh, my my toe
0: into. In case this this whole podcast is like weird. blacklist Lagoon. (laughs) In case this whole podcast is long bleeps, or in case it's thirty-five minutes long instead of the full (laughs) length, (laughs) let just let the record show that was like the tenth most the tenth least (laughs) offensive thing, most (laughs) offensive thing Dan Saint Germain (laughs) has said since we started recording.
1: Um, yeah, I I, I think that would be cool. How close were I? I guess that they were in love, huh? Carmella and Big Cass, They're like 25. Like, who's in? No one's in love. No one's in love at 25. I mean, sure, there were some people. What, what was the first time you were in love, you think?
0: Well, I mean, if I was in love, wouldn't I still be with that person? It's not well, like, no, but you were in love at that time. You had like puppy love, like you loved people, yeah. Yeah, but
1: what age is it? A uh, real.
0: Um, no David Shoemaker is, there's is no getting age, very uncomfortable there's no with this age question limits. there's no age limits on love well there's an upper uh. age limit at, age, <laughs> at 50 you were no Presenting longer allowed the to love Larry learn. Nasser defense case <laughs> um, alright <laughs> um, listen uh, uh, do, do you want to talk what else do you want to talk about you want to talk about NXT at all what happened this week
1: I haven't seen it yet so oh, tune okay. in to my podcast Total F and Marks where I will talk to you about it next day.
0: When is that going to come out this week?
1: Uh, well, we're recording Thursday, but it'll only come out Friday or Saturday. Who's going to be on it? This week, uh, Skylar Aston and Luke Cunningham.
0: Nice. But we'll see. They could, I just take all your fucking guests. Yeah, but it's more of a Charlie Rose situation where you get to have long <laughs> conversations, intimate conversations. The, yeah. light, the lights are turned I'm the, down. I'm the, the Charlie on. Rose
1: uh, of pro- professional wrestling comment, comedy commentary.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I love going on other people's podcasts. I had a blast on yours because I get to sit back and just answer questions. Yeah, um, from the adored I did fans. yours and I did Dan Black's in like the same month-ish. Um, but it really is just sort of like Masked Man After Dark where I like walk out and I'm like, how many times did I Dan use the Black F-bomb Dan Black is like the Chris
1: Farley show of wrestling <laughs> podcasts. It's like, I don't show Michael's versus, uh, versus like A.G. Styles. Huh? That's pretty cool, right? You like that, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll get Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania? I'm just kidding. I uh, no. did you? I mean, not anyone who watched
1: that match should really watch Raw 25 because Michaels just. I mean, he looks like. Uh, what's a creative way to say this? Shit,
0: he looks <laughs> like shit. <laughs> um, and I, but I'm not going to get you back on the show before WrestleMania, so probably not. I may call in. Probably not though. What 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 of the which which match which which NXT Takeover uh, New Orleans match are you most excited about? Almas versus Alistair Black for the championship. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler for mm-hmm. the women's title. Um, Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne triple threat for the tag team titles, or the inaugural NXT North American Championship match: Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan. Versus Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream, Gargano versus Champa. Yeah, why isn't that on here? That's a, well, you know why?
1: It's why because they haven't announced it yet. They're still doing it kayfabe, and
0: it's unsanctioned, so Russ, a, a Wikipedia probably won't be allowed to post it on. on <laughs> yeah, they're, they're,
1: they're, they usually they usually Wikipedia usually goes by kayfabe rules.
0: <laughs> Wikipedia is bound by uh, by the sports commission, the state commissions of every of you know combat sports. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll that'll be fucking great too. This is already a great card. I'm I'm excited. Um I was just finalizing my travel plans for Wrestlemania and you, I You're going, right? Yeah, but I was I was, you know, every year it's this decision, do I do I leave Monday morning or do I stay? But like it's like if I stay Monday then I suddenly have to consider You have to stay till Wednesday. Then I stay th- right. If I leave so you, if, if I don't leave Monday then be, and it's not even that because then it's not even just I have to stay for all the shows, it's that well then I have to write and I don't, I hate writing and traveling on the same day because it just like, it's too easy to not write. It's too mm-hmm. easy to use the airplane as an excuse to like take a nap and not do anything. And then you get home and your life's all messed up. So it's, and I was, and I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I'm actually, I'm, I feel really good about coming home on Monday this year. But, and, and one of the main reasons is that I know the Raw to WrestleMania is going to drive me fucking insane. Well, it's, the crowd stinks. It's got, it's just gotten too bad. What, what the, if I see a fucking beach ball in a wrestling arena that I'm present at, David, in my life. you don't like professional wrestling. I love just admit it. Beach balls are not wrestling. It's like the dynamic dude. Wait, who is, what was? What <laughs> Tell was? that's a bash of the beach. What was Johnny Ace's tag team called? I don't know what were they called. The uh, beach balls. The they were like surfers. The dynamic dudes, right? Oh, that's right. Um, if the dynamic dudes. two dudes with the right amount of attitude. If the dynamic dudes had beach balls. That would be fine. That's that's a gimmick thing. If there's a beach ball match, that would be fine. Shit, whatever happened.
1: You know what? What happened to the goddamn fashion police? Makes me think of that. They haven't had a
0: lot to do lately, huh? Were they on SmackDown this week? I don't remember seeing them. It I got a new DVR set up, so it's really I I end up missing Stop a lot bragging. of the interstitial stuff. Making. I started that, using that t- Simmons money. No, it's, I actually found a cheaper way to do it, which is. Uh, you know take some adjusting. Well, uh, is there anything else we're forgetting? Jim, what are we forgetting? Uh, Tap Gun Live this Saturday. <laughs> You're just putting yourself over now? Uh, <laughs> Tap Gun Live this Saturday. Oh, uh and uh, did did fight on the pre-show at Fastline. Brizango and Ty Dillinger versus Mojo Raleigh, Gable and Benjamin. Okay. Which Jesus. I literally didn't know that happened and this is the this is the first time I'm hearing of it. How it's so rare that I just am unaware of something? That's not really true. Um, <laughs> let's see, Nakamura. Oh, we didn't really talk about our boy Rusev, everybody's yeah. favorite wrestler. Rusev and Aiden English both looked, both had a couple of big moments this week, but uh, you know they'll be in the Andre I the Giant. Re- more you know, about I, yeah, they'll be in the Andre the Giant,
1: which which kind of stinks because he's like, like if you know, if you have a, I'm going to talk more about this, uh, but. If if you are in a match with the champion, with the babyface champion, and you're getting the same amount of cheers as him, WWE has to look at that as this guy is over, over
0: in a huge way, whether you like him or not. Well, it seems like it seems like they, it's like half, it's like half the time they, you know, they hear, they get that, they see that reaction. They're like, put a rocket on his back. We're going to make him our, you know, the next big thing. And the other half, they're just like. He's a piece of shit for ruining our crowd reaction. Put him in the doghouse. I think that
1: that's it. And there was a rumor backstage years ago that, like, McMahon, Vance was just so angry that that Rusev and Lana were together in real life because he couldn't understand why she would be with somebody like him. Mm-hmm. And that that hurt his push. That in itself hurt his push. I,
0: part of me hopes that that's not true. And part of me hopes. But look at that the true. guy. Look at the
1: other guy who was over like this who had a similar look, which is. um. What's his name? The guy who basically did the, Damien Mizdow. Very similar situation. A guy that was always finding ways to get over. Mm-hmm. Was like a big bearded guy. Kind of had the Gaston from Beauty and the Beast thing. And it just kind of disappeared. There were way, people who were way less over who didn't get
0: released. Yeah, but I think it kind of turned out that Damien Sandow wasn't, Like everybody just sort of talked themselves into him being the second coming of CM Punk or something. Not CM Punk, but like everybody, like he's not that. No, no, but but he sort of has like what Elias has right now, which is like he like all of the, all of the smart marks and and present company hundred percent included love him, but at the same time we're like what we love is the gimmick, you know? We love and and the and the gusto of that it's performed with, but it's, but it's not like you know if anybody's sitting there saying like I, I would give anything to see elias in new japan then you're you, you know you're talking yourself into a lie yeah anyway i don't know why we're talking about that we we haven't talked about prob- one of the biggest uh the most significant wrestlers of the week and that's Carmella she seems to be she's she suddenly became like the total package well that's that's a bad thing she, was, she uh, became like the bruiser brody of the women's division she's been great just beating everybody, looking good. She looks good. Uh, that tag match at, at Fastlane, I
1: thought was very good. I thought the match that she had on Tuesday was very good. I don't, I think she could, I like the fact that she yells in the ring. I wish she did about 50% less because it's just kind of grating. Mm-hmm. It's like the Vicky Guerrero thing. You want it a little bit, but if it's the whole thing, you, I, there's like, you know, it's just, it's just too much.
0: So, yeah, that's true. Um, Sasha Banks and Bayley. Are we getting excited? Or are they? Just, maybe they'll just I open that up to like, a four-way. Maybe they'll open that up to a four-way match for the Raw Women's title. I think everybody. it sounds like an Andre the Giant thing, honestly. I, yeah, I don't maybe, understand maybe, with so how many matches are going to be I'm on not the card. Sure, I'm not sure that Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax moves the needle at all, though. Like, I'm just sort of. Oh,
1: come on. That's like the best feud. That's, that's like the most organic feud there uh, is. And, and you're right. It. And I
0: argued for that. I mean, I, I, I see that. But like with everything else, it'll be competing against. I would almost rather they just be like a four-way and let everybody get a, get some time. Yeah, I don't know. Nia Jax winning the title clean over Alexa Bliss. I mean, that could be a squash match. Everybody deserves better. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think we've actually talked about everything. Unless you want to talk about Wilkin Matt Hardy. No, I'm looking forward to Monday.
1: Seeing how WWE overproduces this segment. Maybe they'll do an even better job. I'm just nervous that they're going to... Part of part of the reason that the final deletion video at TNA was so good is that it felt like it was a horror movie on sci-fi at four a.m. Yeah, so I hope that WWE because when WWE basically ripped it off with the Wyatt compound, um, it looked kind of cool. It kind of looked like you know, like like one of the like a remake of Jason or something like that. So the most
0: exciting part of pro wrestling, the regular said, like this is a sidebar. The most exciting part of pro wrestling is always the tension between what's real and what's not. Now, we like the storylines, we like the promos, we like whatever, but it's the moment, like, Xavier Woods getting power bombed on Sunday, like, you know, all the great work shoot promos of years past, whatever. It's that moment mm-hmm. where you're like, I know what I'm watching is fake, but for the, I'm just, at, right now, I'm not entirely sure, right? Mm-hmm. It's that same tension that was great about the original Final Deletion video because you were like, I think what I'm watching is bad, but maybe it's ironically bad. Yes, exactly. I'm not sure. It's the same sort of dynamic. And the f- the idea that it could possibly be deliberate was what was really enthralling about it. And it was great regardless, but it was, you didn't know. You the, didn't the know. The was it that, was that trash confusion. art at its purest. Yeah. So now the problem is we know, we know that they know, right? The only way to do this is ironically. And there's, that tension is going to be gone. So I think it's almost destined to flop. Not flop, but not it's not going to be the same.
1: Well, they brought Jeremy Borash for it. You know, like they, they brought in some people who had a lot to do with it.
0: No, I think they'll have some good ideas. I just think that there's no, I mean, when we watch it, there's not going to be any question in your mind, Are they trying, are they doing this deliberately bad or actually bad? It's going to be deliberately bad. They or, have a giant creative team that is going to work in making the best version of Final Deletion. This is like what when, if it was just Matt Hardy uh, showing
1: uh, Bray Wyatt around the house like a million dollar property listing? Oh, like, that would be just, great. That was it. There's no match at all. He's just like, this is my mud room. Um, this this is my foyer. That would
0: know, be great. What they should really do is do like a, just a cheap ripoff of Final Deletion. Just like mm-hmm. the kind of worst case scenario. All th- I mean, not worst worst case scenario, but just like. Oh, WWE just kind of ripped it off and made it look shinier and prettier, right? Yeah, and then release a behind-the-scenes of Final Deletion video, or whatever they're going to call it, where where it's like Matt Hardy and Jeremy Borash sitting at a table drawing, making storyboards, <laughs> but then somehow make that be the actual movie, right? Like at that, like like Bray Wyatt That's appears good. in the writers' room, yeah, and, and he
1: and then they start fighting in the writers' room, yeah. It's just, just a, there's all these old Hollywood writers, like Bruce Valanche is in the corner, <laughs> freaking out, throwing up, throwing up pieces of paper
0: in the air. Bruce Valanche could be a member of the White family, basically, at this point. He is Sister Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we end on that? What do you say, Jim? Great. We've had a great... Jim, Jim has a gun in his mouth right now. <laughs> I have, yeah, no, I have, a, I have an ongoing rule, which is that as soon as we mention Bruce Valanche, every it's podcast over. is over. Um I think actually that's part of the writers guild rules. Um you should know that because that's your career. Um thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to miss thank you,
1: buddy. Thank you, man. I'll well, we'll see each other in New York and out we'll here We probably when see I'm back each other here. just as much
0: as we see each other now. Absolutely. Um check out my podcast Total F&Marks
1: on uh All Things Comedy but it's you can just get it off one. And uh and yeah, I'll be in New York doing shows. I'm going to go right for Michelle Wolf. I'm excited. Oh, you're about that. so you're allowed to say it now? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go right for the break Michelle Wolf. I'm really excited about that show. And uh, check out Superior Donuts on CBS. And I have an album coming out in May No Real Winners Here uh, off 800 Pound gorilla Records. And just follow me, and there'll be a link to that. And thank you guys. Oh, Tom Gunn Live. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. It was great.
0: It's coming from an actual comic, people. Hell yeah. (laughs) Coming from an actual comic. That was kind of like a half dig at gym. I don't want to spoil your album, but can you just tell us the best joke right now? Oh, come on. Just kidding. That's Um, enough. Listen, uh, thanks for coming by. Thank you.
1: Thank you, David. I want to miss you. I want to miss it here. We'll see each other soon, though. Oh, we will
0: for sure. It's in a
1: long day. This is what they played at Fast 8 when they did the (laughs) Paul Walker montage.
0: Um, WWE, if you're listening... I'm really serious about the Terry Taylor uh, Memorial Battle Royal of uh, Creative Has Nothing for You. Creative Has Nothing for You Battle Royal. <laughs> hey, this could really be it. Th- Why not? Why not just throw everybody who's left and give them a title shot at the next pay-per-view? That- that's what you should be doing <laughs> You know what the best
1: You do Creative Has Nothing uh, for You Battle Royal, and at the very end of it, Randy Orton is a surprise entrant and wins. <laughs> that's how you have to do it.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah oh well that's it alright thank book you guys it. bye book, it. Uh, book apos- it apologies to Randy Orton uh, and apologies for playing this Shane McMahon soundbite one more time we'll see you back here next week humanoids oh, 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 oh,
1: oh. <laughs> we are desperately out of time the tape machines are rolling we'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show
0: Well, he looks weird. He's got a weird look. He's too good looking for his body.
1: His face is too good looking for his body. That's true. And he Sort of doesn't... like Diesel had a
0: similar problem.
1: But... Yeah, but Diesel was a, was a better looking guy and I think had a nicer body. I mean, he looks like... Uh, what's a creative way to say this? Shit. He looks <laughs> like
0: shit. <laughs> um, Book it.